Welcome to Rivers in the Desert International, a revival ministry dedicated to bringing the living waters of God's love to a hurting and dying world. It is our desire as you listen to the following message that the Holy Spirit will fill you afresh and that you would be ignited into a fervency for Jesus. This is the day to be filled with the knowledge of His glory as the waters cover the sea. God is doing something new on planet Earth today, and you and I have the great privilege to be a part of it. We love you. Be blessed. Shalom, friends. This is Scott Holtz with Rivers and Desert. We're here greeting you this beautiful morning from Israel to give you part two of Secrets to a Spirit-Filled Fitness Lifestyle. And it's been a real joy to share these nuggets of truth with you. Glory to God. My whole goal is not to really be a fitness trainer. Uh, there's plenty of wonderful people out there that plethora of fitness centers and books and programs, equipment, virtual websites, virtual trainers, and highly educated coaches out there. I'm sure you can find those at one of your local fitness place. Um, so I'm not, it's not my purpose to be one of those. It's my purpose is to lead you into a realm that they don't teach about, which is a realm of spirit-filled fitness. Glory to God. Listening to the Holy Spirit. Letting the greater one within you energize and motivate you and bring you to a place of fitness, not just cosmetic change, not just weight loss, not just health, but to be a mobile tabernacle of war. To be a mobile tabernacle, a weapon of war, as Paul says in Romans chapter 6. Glory to God. So let's go into part 2 now of this uh, teaching. And I just encourage you guys to have ears to hear what the Spirit's saying in this hour. I really believe the Spirit of God is speaking strong. I, you know, the last several years, it'd be sometimes I'd be teaching in a morning session in a church or a conference. And I'll ask people, how many people who are God's been telling you to wake up early and pray? Almost everybody raises their hand. And I also ask, how many people here, God's been telling you to start losing weight and get back in shape? Everybody, listen, I mean, you got 100% altar call right there. And so without a doubt, people know that they're out of shape. People know that their fitness level is not where it should be. People are motivated, not just health-wise, but also out of fear and peer pressure to have cosmetic changes. And I want to move you guys away from that modus operandi and the taproot is you want to get physically fit, okay, so you can serve him. You can be mobile for him. Glory to God. It's a spirit-filled fitness lifestyle. So here's another secret part two. And today's secret, we're going to basically uh, talk about something that you may not want to hear, but here we go. Once you get motivated, once you get time allowed, once you get out a new membership or get the equipment in your garage dusted off and you get back into spinning or walking, jogging, riding, swimming. Um, and I'm not talking necessarily about team sports right now, you know, basketball or softball or volleyball or other things or golf, okay? Those are things that really don't bring fitness level to where you need to be at right now. Those are extracurricular activities that you can do later extracurricular activities and you know you can do it if you have time so the second key is first of all time management we brushed on that a little bit in part one but part two here time management you're going to have to make the sacrifices okay where you're at today is the reason of choices you made yesterday and to keep doing the same thing over and over and expect different results is a sign of mental illness and deception 
So you have to look back and you'll have to change. I, I know the quickest way to get more time into your life is number one, uh, don't watch as much TV and don't surf the net as much as uh, in your free time and go to bed earlier. Cut off some fellowship activities that you usually do late at night. Excuse yourself. Get in bed early. Try to get seven hours of sleep. Okay, and get up early. And that's going to be the first real big test is to change your lifestyle from being night-orientated to more morning-orientated. Uh, let's just face it, facts. Folks, the facts are you can get a lot more work done. Our bodies were meant to be early morning creatures, not late night dwellers. Okay, and because of electricity, because of modern conveniences, our culture has shifted toward a late night. Okay, and uh, it's not really the basis of, of a healthy lifestyle. So you want to be people that get up at the crack of dawn, that spend time in the shakar blackness, that to love him and get your exercise in. Glory to God before your day begins. And it's, it's wonderful. Everything is set up in your body, uh, your hormone level, you know, your heart rate. Uh, everything is ready. The, the greatest way to burn fat is going to be in the morning hours. And I'll, you know, in the, in the days ahead, share more of that with you. But anyway, time management. The biggest thing, when you have children, you have multiple responsibilities at work, maybe you're a biz, traveling businessman, uh, maybe you're a soccer mom driving your kids all over the place, uh, perhaps you're you know, unemployed and you're busy looking for work and not sure where you're going to end up. Uh, the main thing is, is, is to reprioritize, as I say, back to ground zero. And in going back to, back to ground zero, there, there has to be this this drive inside of you, um, you know, it's it's not going to be a cosmetic drive. It's it's not going to be I want to get healthy. Uh, it's it's going to be the drive that you want to please God, that you do not. Romans sixteen says, you know, I do not want to be a slave of my appetite, a slave of my belly, and then I become a one who brings division and smooth speech to, to deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. God, my God is not going to be my belly. My taste buds are not going to be my, my joy of life. Okay, I want my body to serve the Lord. Glory to God. And if it's in that place, God, God will begin to do things for you and in you that are pretty exciting. So the time management aspect, uh, really the best time to work out is early in the morning. I know it's difficult. I fight it all the time. Get out of bed early, especially when it's cold in the wintertime. And try to jump on the treadmill, the trainer, or go out running. Uh, but I guarantee you, you'll you feel better and more excited afterwards, hallelujah, than you did before. So it's very interesting. Second, um, we're going to be talking about once you get motivated time management, you got a plan down, you're going to start working out. Um, most of us start too quick. And this is the second secret of part two here is don't go out too fast. And when I mean going out too fast, overextending yourself, over pushing yourself too much, okay? Maybe your desire is there, maybe your energy level is there, but your ligaments and your tendons and muscle fibers are not there yet because you're coming out of a sedentary lifestyle, couch potato, sitting in front of the computer all day, and you're suddenly traumatizing it, your body, your physical uh, temple into a place of you're going to try to jam it, make it happen in four weeks or six weeks. It, just don't do it. 
resist the temptation to go too fast. Okay? You're going to have to slow down and give yourself a 12-month plan minimum. You, it takes time for the tendons, the muscles, the ligaments, things to adapt. So take time for um, things to be replaced. And so what comes in here, which is a real antithesis or really opposite, which you hear a lot of out there, is rest and recovery. Okay, Rest and recovery is the key that you need to initiate right now. There comes a place where uh, you cannot demand massive results in your physical body, cardio or muscular changes, etc., until you come to a place of having lots of rest, okay? R&R, rest and relaxation. So what I want to bring you place into, you know, of course there's people that teach this and fitness centers and coaches teach this, okay? It's important you correct diet and rest. But I'm talking now about a secret that they don't talk about, which is the Psalms 23 soaking. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down at green pastures. Glory to God. And there who restores my mind, will, and emotions. Hallelujah. What I have noticed, being uh, now 48 and a half years old, and competing in Ironmans and triathlons and uh, you know, able to win a silver medal in Maccabi Olympics this summer in the time trial against people much younger than me was it was a supernatural impulse of his glory, of his power resident within me, glory to God, to come up within me and, so to speak, the same anointing like Elijah to outrun the horse and the chariot, glory to God, off Mount Carmel. There comes these supernatural endowments of power. It's wonderful and it's powerful and it's exciting. But the place of supernatural endowment of power isn't always to do something kinetic to go forward, okay? How about supernatural endowments of power to be still and to rest and to recover? And that's very difficult with people that drink a lot of caffeine. They're very busy, very project-orientated, okay? So the, the key to a, a, and a secret to a spirit-filled fitness lifestyle is in these times of working out that you allow the Holy Spirit to renew you through rest and recovery, that he makes you lie down in green pastures, okay? And there's going to come times where you just feel like, I need to go to bed earlier tonight, or I just need to, I just need to take a nap, a power nap during the day, a 30-minute power nap, or I need to, you know, not go out this Friday night and we always have to do something on the town Friday or Saturday night. I'm just going to go back and I don't have to go and prepare this lesson for Sunday school. I'm going to ask somebody else to do it. I mean, don't be convicted and don't be a condemned, number one, because you didn't get your cardio program in right away or you didn't do a certain number of miles, okay? Uh, you need to listen to what the Holy Spirit speaking to you and you don't want to get worn out. You don't want to get injured. You don't want to get exhausted and come to a place that's uh, the reverse is happening. So it's a very important in this early morning hour as you're waiting upon the Lord that you're going to dif differentiate between His will and your soul. You're going to differentiate what is my will and what is God's will. And it's in that place <clears throat> that there's times that He's your coach and He's going to say, you know, just instead of running three miles, I want you to run one mile and walk the rest. I've had this happen. Just recently, I was uh, out running a, a 10K 
and right toward the end of the 10k uh, I was feeling pretty good I mean I was chirping along there a pretty good pace and finished 10k and the weather was beautiful here in Israel that morning and I thought about well maybe I'll just do 15k today and right then I heard the gentle whisper of the spirit say don't do it and right then I said to myself well I feel great and I started to pr- started to run again five more k and suddenly I felt a little bit of a twitch in my left leg and I stopped right away I said oh God forgive me I know exactly what you're saying now a person in the past being very strong, very, you know, we'd be stubborn. I'm going to get in shape. I want to do the 15K today no matter what. That we have a tendency to ignore these little pains. I know I'm not talking about aches, displeasure of our flesh for running. I'm talking about a sharp pain. It's a different, okay? And a lot of times you can run through that and not knowing if you keep running through that each week, suddenly an injury develops that's going to lay you up for four to six weeks. Maybe your Achilles, maybe it's a knee pain, maybe um, your hip flexor, uh, who knows, maybe your back. But when you start to get these sharp signals of pain, that is a warning sign that you're overproducing, you're overstretching, you're overtraining a certain area, and we don't want to be injured, okay? So that's why rest and recovery is so important. Uh, You've got to pull yourself back and let the Holy Spirit dictate to you times of rest and recovery. He wants to rebuild that area. He wants to strengthen that area. Glory to God. So it's important not to be get the cart ahead of the horse in this place. And, you know, I believe in supernatural healing. As I mentioned to you about the Olympic Games and stuff I'm doing now uh, early in the morning, uh, I'm able to compete at a level that's just incredible. It's because... I've incorporated, I yield to the presence of his glory within me. I've even had a doctor say to me, it's amazing, you you have like a body of a 20-year-old. Your body recuperates, recovers so quick. And uh, and I just smile and praise God, it's the Holy Spirit. And most of the time they look at me bewildered, like what are you talking about? Um, What I'm talking about is I know the secret of not pushing too hard and that Letting the Spirit of God as I soak in His presence. Hallelujah. And I'm just not fine-tuning myself to His voice to hear something, to obey Him. But I'm listening, and it's under His presence He's renewing me in that Psalms 23 environment. It's under His canopy of glory. He renews my mind, will, and emotions. Hallelujah. He speeds up the recovery process of muscle fibers. He, he lessens the swelling. He rejuvenates. He metamorphosizes me. Hallelujah. And that's what I'm excited about in, in Isaiah 40 that we talked about before, that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. There's a place of waiting upon God. Hallelujah. That he actually supernaturally metamorphosizes you. Hallelujah, your strength to be like Caleb's. And that's what we're all moving towards, to have strength like Caleb at 80 years old, not just to live longer, but to take on and kill three giants, which were Goliath's kinfolk. Hallelujah. I don't know what's a bigger bigger miracle, a young adolescent David killing one giant named Goliath, or Caleb, an 80-year-old man, killing three giants. Hallelujah. (laughs) So, you know... Look at this. Here's an 80-year-old man. His strength is renewed. Glory to God. And there's a place of obeying God, obedience, of wanting to go to war. Hallelujah. 
of eating right, of soaking in his presence, that supernatural recovery from labor activity, from training activity, hallelujah, will rejuvenate you, will rebuild you, hallelujah, will bring you to a place of great strength. And this is what I want to share with you guys today. Don't push too hard. Rest and recovery is important. Um, just because you've got a 12-week cycle, they're trying to push toward a certain time or a certain goal, okay? If you don't reach that goal, big deal. You know, we're not going after a podium. We're not going after a certain time. We're not going after brownie points. I've run this far. I swam this far. You know, that's all secondary, third, down the road. It's not important. The main thing in the secret of a spirit-filled lifestyle is we're yielding to the spirit, not just to listen to Holy Ghost music and to flow into new realms, to run, outrun the horse and chariot like Elijah at times, hallelujah, not just to have strength like Caleb to take on and, and use our bodies as instruments of war, but in that place of rest where we're totally dependent on him, hallelujah, that we're not all caught up in all these supplements and protein powders and vitamins and, you know, and all this wild, you know, multi-billion dollar industry of sports nutrition. But we're eating natural, hallelujah, and God himself. We're, we're, we're allowing the Spirit of God to put us into a place of supernatural rest and recovery, hallelujah. <laughs> By waiting in his presence. I love it. You kill two birds with one stone. You get one bird, you know, one stone. You get three birds. It's incredible. Not only are you waiting upon God and worshiping him and, and fine-tuning yourself to his voice, but also your body's being fine-tuned to be metamorphosized to a place of strength for, for exploits, hallelujah, and for long life. Glory to God. And it's in this place of, of waiting upon him that, you know, cancer cells and all the garbage just gets burned out of us hallelujah it gets deactivated glory to god and it's in that place you know of just rest and recovery soaking in his presence that god does a new thing inside of us and we become sensitive to his voice you know you, you be doing something you start feeling something and you feel great and holy spirit says stop right now i've had that before i'll be out running or biking and the lord will say stop right now and so i'll stop and i end up witnessing to somebody they're getting saved or you know lead somebody to the lord or into a, a, a prayer for healing and they get instantly healed or something inside of me that or something was about to happen up there and i needed to stop now so i love living this lifestyle of of a spirit-filled secrets to fitness hallelujah and to bring our body to a place just not for athletic competition, not for cosmetic changes only, but bringing our physical temples to a place for war, hallelujah, that we can outrun the horse and chariot. Glory to God that we can keep up with the, through the thickets of Jordan, Jeremiah said, and keep up with the chariots of God in this last days, hallelujah. So again, enjoy the rest of recovery. Don't let people, you know, condemn you. Don't condemn yourself because you're not doing something. Let there be seasons of metamorphosis, seasons of rest. Not just rest and snoring away, falling asleep on the couch. I'm talking about supernatural rest in his presence, soaking, listening to him, allowing his spirit to recover us and quicken us. Glory to God. This is Scott Holtz with Rivers of the Desert. Stay tuned for more uh, updates and articles on the Spirit-Filled Fitness article page here. And uh, send us your testimonies. We're starting to get some testimonies from friends and partners of 
what's been happening in their personal lives that they've uh, started a rebirth, a renaissance, so to speak, a new birth of coming back into uh, fitness, uh, swimming or biking or running or walking. Glory to God. And we stand with you also for supernatural weight loss. Hallelujah. And not just the weight loss, but to keep it off for years and years to come. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. Looking forward to speaking to you again. Shalom, shalom. Thank you for being a part of Rivers in the Desert International, listening to our message today to you. Perhaps you have a friend, perhaps yourself are sitting there and wondering, where would I go if I died today? We'd like to give you a great privilege of praying with us and leading you to a knowledge of Jesus the Messiah. The Bible says, if any man or woman would call upon the name of Jesus, they would be saved. The Greek word for saved is healed, delivered. It's a wonderful promise. You're there now in your automobile, perhaps at home listening. Go ahead and pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of my sins. The Bible says, if anybody would call upon your name, they'd be saved. I'm calling today, Lord. Save me. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Take all of my sins and cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. Father, I'm coming running home to you now. In your name I pray. Amen. If you'd like to contact us in our ministry, you may do so by writing us at Rivers in the Desert, P.O. Box 2788 in Alpharetta, Georgia, 30023 in the United States of America. Our ministry phone number is 770-777-0143. Of course, you can reach us anytime, 24-7, at our website contact page at www.flashfloods.com. Looking forward to hearing from you. We are here to help equip you to be tactical warriors in this hour, to wake up this church, to win and disciple lost souls, and to take out terrorism of all forms. God bless you. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom.